You get to participate in the whole intro and everything, too. Yay. Yay. You sound really good, too. <laughs> you do. I, why do we keep inviting all the... I feel like it makes us look bad. I know. Sarah Jane was telling me how she feels like podcasting has really helped her throat chakra. And I was like, really? Because I feel like it's made mine worse because I hate the sound of my voice. And I'm know. like, I'm not going to talk anymore because I just, I don't like it. Well, pe- people either think that we sound fine or they really, really dislike themselves and therefore just continue to listen to us. <laughs> <laughs> or it's one of those, you know, I'll make myself feel better about something that happened to me because I'm going to listen to these fools. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Whatever it is. <sighs> Andy, are you recording? Mm-hmm. I'd Great. ask how much of that was recorded, but he won't answer me, so. Mm. Okay. <laughs> mm. okay, cool. Hi. 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 Whoa. Harmonizing. There, whoa. There's a third person. Who's that? Dear, dear. Weird. Dear. Who, Who are, are you? you? <laughs> I'm Heather. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Hi, Heather. Heather. <laughs> wow. I feel like I'm at a meeting for I something. <laughs> I'm Danny. And I'm Kat. And you're listening to the sweet, sweet tunes on the V-Spot podcast. It's a vegan podcast. Mostly. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's crap. (laughs) (laughs) Well, about like random, random Random. crap. It's always good content, if you ask me. It's just random. Yeah. But we're always quality. Mm. Anyways. So. Do you have anything to discuss? No, not really. I don't even know why I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) This is your house. You have to be here. Right. That's true, but only for like another month. True. Oh gosh. True. Okay. Um, I have but. one. I have like a, just a couple things. I I already mentioned to you the excitement of uh well yeah the excitement of Applebee's and the Cheesecake Factory is going to carry the Impossible Burger in select locations. Oh, which is cool. I feel like this is going to be. But we want to ask Heather about that too. Well, yeah, we can just can talk we just, about it in general. Yeah. Can we just it's do like, that now? Yeah. Okay. Cool. So I heard this. Heather, who are you? Other than Heather, maybe we should cover that too before we start like talking to you. Tell us like a little snippet on who who the heck people are listening to. Well, the reason why I'm here is because I am also vegan. Ooh, yay! I bet you didn't even know that, but <laughs> I was gonna ask. But, Shocker! You know. <laughs> so I am official fat vegan and you can find me at instagram at official fat vegan and on facebook at official fat vegan or at official fat vegan.com i am coming up on one year of having the site up and running wow. yeah i know it awesome. flew it really it did flew. i remember when you first started that yeah Dang. i was like should i shouldn't i should i shouldn't i but then i did and now i'm happy i did and i am also a tour guide at catskill animal sanctuary Yay. So depending on when this is going to go live, you should check out Shindig on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, because it'll go up on Friday. Friday. Perfect. So come tomorrow. It'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. And we'll go into more depth with all of your Yeah, I I just had so many questions pop into my head, but I was like, no, no. No, no. Wait. (laughs) We're still at the intro part. Yeah, no, no. Wait. So talking about the Impossible Burger, though, we wanted, like, we mentioned this earlier. We're like, what are we going to talk about? Because now the Impossible Burger is popping up everywhere. Yeah. Mainstream, even local places. I do wonder how people make the decision which they're going to carry between Beyond and Impossible. Like, I wonder what the draw between one versus the other or, like, why certain chains, you know what I mean? I don't know. I'm I just... wonder if it's the Impossible Burger is even more 
meat-like, meat and that's why? I don't know. I think that's a matter of opinion. I don't know. I'm a Beyond Burger person. Solely Same. just, like, that's just my preference, but I'll eat both of them. Yeah. Um, I've had better luck and better experiences, I think, with the Beyond Burger. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm psyched specifically that Applebee's is going to carry it because I feel like that's one place where there's literally nothing unless you get like a side salad and fries or something. Like and the side salad, you have to take half the stuff yeah, off. Yeah, I feel like Applebee's is not, <laughs> not great. Has not been great. So that's nice to see. Cheesecake Factory is pretty good, though. They yeah. have like a, a good amount of options. Their vegan Cobb salad, if you guys yes. haven't had it, is so good. Yes. Um, but we were talking about it earlier and. Um, you kind of had a changed mind, change of heart about the Impossible Burger, yeah? Yeah, well... Tell, tell us about that. <laughs> so I w- was excited about the Impossible Burger initially, but then I found out that it was tested on animals. And of course, you know, animal testing is a blanket, sure. not vegan thing. So like, admittedly, I didn't do much research. Somebody just said, oh, well, they tested that on animals. And I was like, huh, why the hell did they do that? Sure. So I was just kind of like, whatever, I'll just stick with Beyond Burger. But then I listened to this wonderful podcast and you gave me some some food for thought pun. Some vegan food for thought. (laughs) That's right. And and I. (laughs) Andy hates puns. (laughs) So so if you can come up with any more while you're on here, please do all of them. It's very funny. Well, I in short, I changed my mind and have been enjoying it ever since so it's interesting that you say that you find places have to choose between the two Mm. and a lot of the places i come across people serve both oh really yeah i'm trying to think um i know bear burger has both now Bear burger does have both now and the sausage beyond sausage oh really bear burger yeah um i know tgi fridays just does beyond i guess i'm i guess i'm more referring to some places locally because like the shop has the impossible right um uh, the Hollow has Beyond. So I feel like maybe locally with like privately owned it's one or places the other. in Albany, it seems to be one or the other. But maybe at, on a broad scale, it's not so well, much. I don't know. Where are you? Are you talking about local places down where you are? Have yeah. Well, Woodstock is like kind of between here and where I am. Uh, Woodstock, New York. There is a place called Woodstock Pizza Theater. Have you been there? I have not. But you I was just telling us about that. Um, Lauren. Lauren, Lauren was went there for her birthday, it's and I've us. seen you post a million times, and I I need to go. It's stupid how good it is. Like <laughs> shout out to the chef Christopher because he's amazing, and he always comes out to the table and makes me feel super welcome. But anyway, they have like a slider, um, like sampler, and you can Ooh, get like what? the Beyond Burger and the Impossible Burger and the Green Palette Burger like all side by side and what? like compare them. Yeah. Let's just go right now. It's a huge mistake <laughs> that we're not there. <laughs> I regret this decision. Um, that's, you know what else? And they're sliders. So, I mean, you could reform them. But I remember, too, I think that Joey, and I've seen other people, can get it in bulk. Because, yes. like. I think Stronghearts gets it like it like bulk. Like a bulk thing of it, which I think needs to be marketed, too. Yeah. But they know, they but also just so opened cool. this all vegan uh, burger bar in yeah, Red Hook. I've heard of that too. The Sunflower, yes. no Wildflower, excuse me, Wildflower Cafe, and it's like the same people who did the Cat Cafe there. Oh, and they have both the Impossible and the Beyond Burger, and the best Impossible Burger I've ever had is at Wildflower, and 
I mean, they ask you what temperature, which is like always an unnerving question. They ask you that at Bear Burger. Bear Burger. They're like, how do you want it cooked? Odd. And I'm like, on a grill. I yeah, want to cook down a grill. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But get it um, get it rare because yeah. my problem with the Impossible Burger is that it kind of crumbles and yes. like falls apart. But if you get it rare, which like I can see your face, yeah, you're we're like, upset. We're upset by this. Yeah. But it has the most flavor and it really? retains some of that oily goodness that the Beyond Burger has. Okay. So try it rare. Okay. Is my suggestion. I would. Absolutely. Wow. And I would try it, like, given given both, if I sat down in a restaurant, I would probably always get the Beyond Burger, like I said. But that is not because um, anything, like, one is vegan and the other's not. It's just, that's my preference. Because it actually yeah. drives me nuts when someone's like, they're offering this, but it's not vegan. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, it's, yeah. there's, some, there's some room for yeah. a not black and white thing. Yeah. But, yeah. That is exciting news. Yeah. Yeah. It's just select locations for now. I didn't see specifically about where which cheesecake factories are going to be doing this. But I think I saw that the Applebee's locations are more specifically like towards the city, city. bigger populated areas for now. But I'm sure that it'll come to us. You would think pretty. I well because the TGI Fridays Boston first. Right. It was the Boston area. TGI Fridays originally. And then it just. It we, was a very short very period quick. of time. Yeah. 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 We had it very quick. So. And they do a good they do. job cooking it. And that makes yeah. me really happy. They don't yeah. just serve you like, I don't know, a slab of something or undercook. They they cook it really well. Yeah. Just like they would any other food. Yeah. Well. And there's some there's some as good as TJ Fridays I is. I think Burger uh. Fi has the Beyond Burger. Some of like yeah. the yeah, chain type burger places have it too. One of those drives me nuts though, and Lauren has um gone there. Uh, and when they, they don't, don't have, have a bun. bun. Yeah. I hate that because I don't want it on a lettuce wrap. Yeah, I can never. I mean, maybe I do. But like of who, which has what. Eh. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Anyhow. Well, that's our burger corner. <laughs> that's burger corner. A very impo- uh, impossible. No, no. Important <laughs> corner. Um, and the other thing I wanted to talk about, my mom sent this to me. And then Jared actually sent me an email and said that he was um binging through and catching up on the podcast and he sent you an email but not to the v-spot email he didn't he sent it to my personal email nice try jared that's that's like half-assed effort i know i know um but it's about um the company we work not letting employees expense me anymore Um, i know i saw you my friend mac who brings us the pies all the time um also sent that to me directly yeah that's cool i think that's awesome i think that's so cool i hope that more companies will do that and it said that they're also um, like the uh, the internal summer camp retreat would not offer me options for attendees. Like it sounds like they're really trying to be serious about it, which is cool. What are your feelings, Heather? Uh, well, obviously, I think it's fantastic. I mean, I know it's like pretty controversial and like people on their social media have been honestly mostly commenting positively like, thank you for doing this. Thank you for doing this. But like, obviously, that's going to upset some people. But the thing about it is that they're not saying like you cannot bring flash products into our workspace Mm -hmm. they're saying we just won't reimburse you for it so like it's a stance it's not a super firm stance but it's a great great stance yeah and we work in general i think is really great i don't know if you're familiar with it no i'm not either it's tell us it's a co-working place so if you have a small business or if you have a podcast that you're running oh hello you (laughs) can like 
pay a monthly fee Mm -hmm. and have a space that you just go and work because like for me I can't focus when I work from home so like it's I can have like my own office like I can use that mailing address and it's it's just a place where I can go and focus and um focus on my work so I mean obviously there's no WeWorks here right but I just got a um position at one epic place in New Paltz which is a co-working space right like in a mansion on right on Main Street across from Bangkok Cafe if you which has the best Thai food ever by the way um but does that mean that you also go to the commissary all the time I wouldn't say all the time but I do love the commissary Mm, yeah that was my lunch today was mac and cheese from them oh yeah yeah I would get I would get you know what did you have their sauerkraut soup no, that sounds really good. I love sauerkraut. Like, I don't understand why sauerkraut soup was was ever not a thing after I had it. At first, yeah. I was like, okay, but why? And then I was like, <laughs> okay, but like forever. Yeah, <laughs> it was so good. It was so good. So yes, I love commissary, but I mostly go to Bangkok Cafe because they have a pumpkin curry that's not what? on the menu. It's top secret. And it's super good, and their fried tofu is amazing. But anyway, there's a co-working space in New Paltz, and it's really great because they have, um, like, spaces for – they have, like, massage rooms and studios and things like that. So, oh, wow. That's um, really cool. You get a lot of different people who come to use the space. So that's why – I mean, WeWork is literally all over the world. So it's it's a really far-reaching – policy that they've enacted that will have big ripples yeah yeah that's cool yeah i wish we had a we work around here yeah. that's really neat yeah It'd be interesting to see if any other companies make similar stances yeah i think that's that's really awesome mm-hmm. i don't know and that's the same kind of thing that i um said for my wedding is i'm obviously having a vegan wedding and i have been i've received pushback obviously, from someone. (laughs) Um, But one of the things is, well, can't you just have cheese? Because, like, I'm having pasta and stuff like that. And I was like, no, that's my stance on it. Similar to WeWork. If you sneak it in, if you are that concerned about that's your own prerogative, but I'm not going to give it to you. So, and also, if I see you sneaking cheese in, I'm probably going to be like, are you fucking kidding me? One day. One day. One day you couldn't just, no. All right. But hey, yeah, that's it's that. cool. That's really neat. I love that. You know, it just feels like and they're doing it environmental was their reason, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's a step. That's a Progress. huge step. And like you said, big ripples. If yeah. It's all over. So I think the stance is like they want to make more of environmental impact than Elon Musk. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. You're crazy right. Easy. Cool. Yes. That's awesome. Um, let's see. Anything else? The only other like pop culture kind of thing was I just wanted to give a mention to us seeing the um, that movie. Oh, God, what a lovely film, honestly. Have you seen Mr. Rogers, the documentary yet? I haven't, but I, I do want to. I just am not sure I'm emotionally ready for You're something not. like that. You're not. You're <laughs> well, not. You know what but I'll, you never will be. Yeah. You know what I'll say, though, is that it's like, I feel like everybody should see it because the world we live in right now, you need to feel good for an hour and a half, you know, and this it just makes you feel so good to know that there was such a pure human in this world at one time. So there could maybe be another one. There was nothing. (laughs) There were no skeletons in his closet. 
there was nothing. He just really cared about people and children and the animals. animals and the very first episode was about the Vietnam War, mm-hmm. like the first episode. So he wasn't afraid to take a stance in a very different way and be like, hey, let's talk about this instead of hiding from it, which is wonderful. And at the I mean, it was it was very feel good. But also at the end, I I cried a lot. <laughs> We were leaving and Kat was ahead of me and I was like, hey, wait up a second or something. And I she turned, turned around and I was like, oh, oh, I was bawling. <laughs> I had tears streaming down my face. I only teared up a couple times, but Andy I, cried. I teared and, up more so because it was so nice. Yeah. Like it just yes. was so overwhelmingly like it just made me feel so good. Yeah. You know? it made me feel a lot of things. But like one of the things was um, and what made me want to mention it specifically in this episode because it's actually a little bit ago that we saw it was like acceptance of human beings and like how they are and who they are and just that's it like they are a special person no matter what it it just doesn't matter and you should love them and that's that was like you know obviously not exact quote but that was a huge thing to fred rogers was just love a person it doesn't it does not matter um and that just made me think of like your stance on things and like your message and i just wanted to kind of segue that way of just because so much of what yeah here's my segue um but that's just that's what you do or have to fight against is someone being a jerk for lack of a better word so i don't know like tell us tell us everything about you and your wow. stand. <laughs> I was born. It was a cold, rainy night. I don't know what time of year you were born. <laughs> or, yeah. When is your birthday? Uh, August 21st. Are you a Leo? I yeah. am, yeah. Oh. I'm a cusp Leo, though. I uh, like the, the cutoff mm-hmm. is the 22nd, so I'm the 21st. Mm-hmm. So I'm, really I'm a 21st, too, except January. Mm-hmm. Well, there's And I'm our- also a cusp. There's our Zodiac Corner. The Zodiac Corner. Zodiac Corner is very important. Actually, I really want to get more into like my sun and moon and such. Sarah Jane can help you with that. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I'm a Cancer, though. Uh, normally. That's me. Anyways. <laughs> now that we know that, send us your emails with your Zodiac sign. Yeah, I, I care about that kind of thing. Yeah, that's true. We'll see who we, which <laughs> listeners we connect best with based on our Zodiac yeah. signs. Yeah. I do well with Libras and Geminis. We could start. We should do a quiz, BuzzFeed <laughs> or something. Which which V spot host do you connect best with, <laughs> based on your zodiac sign? <laughs> oh Lord! Anyway, Andy's like, no. It's a really good. What idea. sign is Andy? He's a Virgo. Oh, I know. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> no, she's not. <laughs> It's Sorry, Heather. No, Carry on. Nice. <laughs> so, the official fat vegan. Yeah. How did that come to yeah. be? Why did you choose that name? I have all the questions. One million questions. Well, uh, it had kind of been like a concept for a while. I'm a writer. I got my BFA and my MFA in writing. So that I, makes sense because mm-hmm. your blog is really well written. We like, were commenting on that. That makes sense. 
See, unlike when we try to do things and we just pull it out of our butts. So yeah, it's like, no, Rrr. I was like, she's a really good writer. Yeah, like you're very <laughs> professional and very, very good. Oh, my face is the color of the microphone, which is red, <laughs> by red. the way. <laughs> but oh, thank you. That's really sweet. But, you know, I became vegan uh, almost two years ago and after being vegetarian for nine years mm. and what did it for me was connecting deeply with animals because Mm -hmm. like I had been like a casual vegetarian for so long and like it would never upset me like I would even sometimes cook flesh for like people in my life and it's just like it didn't it was just like it's a thing Mm -hmm. whatever it's not my thing but it's a thing and then like once you fall in love with an animal it's it's fucking different it's just something changes and it's no longer a thing it's a one gateway my gateway animal animal? i ask this of every guest it's because it you know there's usually someone it was clyde from woodstock okay so clyde wasn't actually the first animal that i fell in love with but i actually like i went on nine tours that season as a vegetarian and I like just I would go back almost every week and I was like and I'd listen and like and I'd be like yeah okay but like I didn't I wasn't gonna make any changes I mean I wanted to but like it felt inaccessible to me because I was like I was the type of person who ate two eggs every morning for breakfast like that was the only thing I ever wanted to eat and I was of course a cheeseaholic shocker everyone says the hardest thing for them to give up is cheese and like when I was a kid my like my family used to call me a mouse because all I ever wanted to eat was cheese ever. Like sometimes I, I, my boyfriend would be like, what do you want for dinner? And I just like, geez, like I just want cheese. And <laughs> I like something with Same. cheese on it. I don't care what. Yep. Yeah, I relate to that very deeply. <laughs> Everything is just a vehicle Same. for more cheese. Yes. Like, yes. That's yeah, my, if there's that's my stance on, on life. It, you better put cheese on it. Um, exactly. Yep. Yep. I haven't changed that though. No. But, well, that's <laughs> the with, thing. with Wayfair cheese, I'm like, whatever. It's a vehicle to get Wayfair yeah, to my mouth. I, follow your heart parm. I literally yes. put it on everything. Yes. That's, anyhow. So that's the thing though. It's like I had this moment with Clyde and, and what species is Clyde Clyde is a rooster and he is the best rooster that I've ever met no offense to Travis or Freddie or all the other roosters that I love at Catskill <laughs> but Clyde just like he was he was my aha moment and I wrote about this in detail on my blog and it's a, it's called like the post is like a pn for the rooster who changed my life or something and it's just like this really gorgeous moment about how I had this rooster on my lap and I was like oh my god every chicken in the world is Clyde mm-hmm. like every chicken that has ever been and will ever be is as awesome as Clyde like I can't I just can't and that was it vegan that day couldn't do it anymore and like so for a lot of my life I mean obviously I'm official fat vegan I've I'm fat like I've just have been pretty much most of my life I think I started putting on weight when I was around nine or ten years old and then just from there and it just became such a thing like it was an obsession it was like the only thing like from the moment I woke up in the morning it would be like okay like now I have to get out of bed and I'm fat and I have to eat my breakfast and I'm fat and I have to go to school which is gonna suck because I'm fat like it was just that was my reality and like I was obsessed with weight and counting calories and going to the doctor and just like it just all that toxic everything of of just being a person who just 
hates yourself in every w- thing that you do, like that's really hard to overcome. I, I feel like I'm it's funny because people I hope you don't mind just talking because right now I just I, I just want to listen. I know that um, because thing is happening. Just where those, we're just like <laughs> where we're quiet, which is Wide-eyed. good because it's hard to get us to shut up. Um, but like I feel for nine and or 10 year old you all the way up until and like I'm just continue because I'm just like staring, listening. Imagining. I well, of course, like I feel like nobody will be surprised to learn that like I developed like some real like a really unhealthy relationship with food. Like I stopped eating for a while like and I, I like lost 50 pounds in a matter of months and just like I was very unhealthy and I would weigh myself like three times a day like and you know it's I read this really powerful book by Roxanne Gay called Hunger and she refers to weight loss as social currency because the more weight you lose the more people are like you look so great like you're so beautiful like blah 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 and it's like but wasn't I before you know and like I didn't and like people used to say to me all the time like oh but you have such a pretty face like you would just be so pretty if you would just Jesus. And it's like you just internalize that. And, you know, of course, those people who would say that to me, like they, they didn't mean to be offensive in any way. And like, you know, it, but it's just you internalize that and it just becomes like this baggage that you have to carry around literally and figuratively. So around the time I was in college, um, one of my best friends, Cecilia, introduced me to body positivity for the first time and I started following all these like blogs on Tumblr and and Facebook about women who uh were happy with themselves and she gave me this sticker to put on my mirror that said stop hating your body and you know at first I was like this is hokey nonsense like this is never gonna work for me but like and I'd see the pictures of these people like in their fat kinis, like with their thighs out and like just loving their bodies. And I'd be like, that's gross. Like that's, you know, that's just because that's just what I was trained to, to be like. That's gross. And then it's like the more I saw it, the more it became normalized. And the le- the like the more I started noticing my even the, literally the way that I saw my body changed because I had been, you know, I had body dysmorphic disorder, which is like, mm-hmm. and someone can say to you, like, the way you see your body is not the way your body actually looks. And you're like, well, that's bullshit. Like, sure. what do you think? The mirror is right. broken. Like, that's not. But literally the way I saw my body changed. And like, pe- I mean, people who are older than me, people who are younger than me, like p- people struggle with their body image. It's It's, it's not just one gender it's not just one age group like it's everybody like you know it's everybody suffers with the way that they look it's it's Mm -hmm. it's whether it's just i'm having a bad hair day or like i have Mm -hmm. a zit on my chin today like there's just but it's it has it's it's very difficult to get out of that mindset so when i initially started the blog i wanted to be like if i can help just one person see themselves better i will have done my job and like especially in the vegan community, there is a really big perception that vegans need to look a certain way. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where the idea for Official Fat Vegan came forward because I wanted to find a way to write, keep myself writing, one, um, talk about veganism and promote body positivity. And I was like, well, like everyone says, like, you need to find your niche. And like my niche is 
people who perceive the vegan norm to be this like skinny white girl with dreads like dropping $300 at Whole Foods like that's just not what a vegan is no dang anyway that was a lot <laughs> no I know we're, it's great though we're I'm we're we're in the so zone. I I have a question about um because it was interesting because you think so, just the word fat has like a negative connotation like you you don't People just see it as a bad thing. Like, do you like, I guess, how do you feel about the word fat? Yeah, because it, it like, seemed to me, I was saying to Danny that that maybe you chose that terminology to break down to to break down ideas that, around like, that word. I did. I, I yeah. Okay. And actually, the first post I wrote on my website was why fat and why mm-hmm. I chose that word. And like sometimes still like my parents will say to me, like, couldn't you have like picked something different? to call yourself and I was like no like I don't so first of all the literal definition of fat is like having excess body weight like the only reason fat is perceived as a negative term is because of our society right so like I mean I work with children like I'm a teacher I'm a preschool teacher and like recently I have had kids ask me because the kids that I hang with are like getting older why do you have a big belly say well Mm -hmm. This is just what my body looks like. You know, everybody has a body and everybody is different and that's okay. Like, I love my body. Do you love your body? And he's like, of course they do because they're they're three. Like, they don't give a shit about anything other than right. like when they're going to get their PB&J and like play outside. <laughs> but we teach kids to dislike that. And it's funny that it starts to happen at such a young age. But like, they are already internalizing that because I'm bigger, there's something wrong with me. Right. And they're three and four years old. That's crazy. That's a learned behavior. Absolutely. Because, you know, when, you, when you're when you itty bitty, when you're an itty bitty baby, you, these big squishy people are awesome. Like, it's great. And then you start to get older and you start to realize like, ooh, like there's something not right about that person, but I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. It's like that's when fat starts to become an, an insult. And it's actually so funny because like I have official fat vegan t-shirts and like when I go to VegFest and stuff, I wear it. And people are like, oh, you're not fat, though. I'm like, mm. <laughs> and that's OK. That's but like, interesting. Like if someone is like, oh, you're not fat. Like, would you be like, I am fat and I'm OK with that? Like, how do you like, would you rather someone be honest with you or someone be like, oh, you're not fat? Well, like, I, you know, I take interest in the fact that it makes others so uncomfortable when I call myself fat. But, I, you know, so most of the time I'll just be like, mm, OK, well, like, thanks, but I am. You know, and it's like, and that's fine. But actually, another post I wrote was like 10 things I wish people would stop saying to me as a fat person. Mm -hmm. And one of them is it's like, oh, like, you're not fat. And it's like, "Mm, yeah, but I am, though. Like, okay, but like, if you look at my at my BMI, which is like a total bullshit scale, by the way. But, you know, (laughs) it's like, you know, I'm obese, like I'm fat and it's fine. Like I wear plus size clothing, clothing like that's my body and that's okay. But people get like ooh, like you can see them cringe when i say like oh but i'm fat and they're like oh well mm, is that okay what do i say like uh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> yeah um also bmi is a total bullshit thing because according to my bmi i'm working like when i was at like 156 or so that was like borderline overweight for my height what the fuck 
Oh my Hello. god. Hello. Which I'm sure people who listen and you two three sitting in front of me, you know, know how I physically look. So like, yeah, BMI is a fucking bullshit. Yeah. Just, I've never, I don't have any sort of knowledge. They pro- might say that you're underweight. I oh, mean, they would. They would. Yeah, which is so interesting because I'm sitting here listening to you and I have the, I've grown up with the polar opposite. Do you have an eating disorder mm-hmm. type questions? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, are you, my, I can remember teachers and nurses and stuff in school being like, asking me the questions to try to figure out if I'm anorexic or if I went to the bathroom after lunch because I'm throwing up type mm-hmm. thing. So I have this, you know, I, I relate to feeling a certain kind of way about your body, but my experience was the other the end opposite. of the scale. So it's very. But it's a huge, like you said, and that like made me think of Mr. Rogers again is like children are smart. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. I don't think people give kids enough credit that they are just like little sponges taking in every single thing that they say that is said around them that they hear everything like that's why people you know kids grow up thinking meat is you know that a chicken is someone that you eat not Mm -hmm. someone it's something that you eat and you know and that fat is bad if you raise a child to be like every single body is different and every single body matters Mm -hmm. both animal and human what would the world be like and right. now is such an interesting time because I, I feel like everything that society tells us is is what it is, is being challenged, whether it's body size, gender, to social norms, the whole nine, mm-hmm. all of it's being challenged. So now is such an interesting time, I would think, to be raising a child because you have all these new ideas, right? Mm-hmm. And how great that these kids even get to spend a couple seconds with you, who is challenging things that may already be being programmed into them you know those maybe few seconds that they spend with you where you're like well don't you love your body that might change a kid's life you know that Mm -hmm. those few seconds they might not necessarily remember the exact moment but those words that might change somebody's life you know and that could even that could even be something as simple as skin color yeah like if you're like don't you love your body and then someone says oh well you're you know you're black or something like that and little jimmy is like well yeah but i love my body so whatever i look different yeah like you have that impact so that's really cool. But it's just so interesting. And like, and, and race too is such mm-hmm. a, such a, a weird part of the vegan community. Mm. It's like, is it ever? it's, but, but, you know, that's maybe a conversation for another day, but it's just because that itself could take like four hours. But, um, <laughs> but the vegan community is someplace that's supposed to be, you know, so loving, you know, I, I wrote, recently that like the the heartbeat of veganism is compassion and like i like to say all the uh, i preach yeah i like me me. (laughs) this is me preaching just in case you weren't sure (laughs) i like to say that veganism is not deprivation it's a celebration oh i like that and and i wish i could take credit for these words but i was gonna say oh we need well that those were those were mine but this one coming is not so someone wrote um, vegan is about what's in your heart, not what's on your hips. Oh. And that was like incredible. So like you, you, I forget the person who wrote that, but it was in one of your blogs. Yeah, posts. she's a doctor. <laughs> so if you want to do like the. Oh, it was Jenny Messina. Yeah. yeah. So if you want to do like the office, like quote, like um, that, like by Jenny Messina, by Heather Stadler. Like mm-hmm. Michael Scott. Yes. I, yep. I would accept that. <laughs> <laughs> but. It's so interesting the way that people try to bring others to this celebration of mm-hmm. life by putting others down. 
And especially, you know, one of the ways, one of the top, one of the three arguments, if there's three arguments for someone to go vegan, it's ethical, environmental, mm-hmm. and health. Sure. So the entire health argument is like, there's not, it's not strong. There's not really enough evidence. And like, as wonderful as documentaries are, like, what the health? Mm-hmm. I mean, th- it, that that was a very problematic documentary. And like, there was a ton of stuff yes. that came out afterwards. It's like, well, like, not all of this is true. And for any, I feel like with things like what the health, I guess, more specifically, but any study that quote unquote proves that a vegan diet is beneficial for your health because of X, Y, Z. Somebody else somewhere else is going to come up with a study that proves that to be wrong. You're you know right, what I mean? So there's always going to be this back and forth mm-hmm. between that with health, which is why I feel like we have to be so careful with the things that we claim. You know? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And recently I was listening to the Chick Peeps, the podcast that uh, Luna Lovegood, Ivana Lynch does. Mm-hmm. And she had on um, the person who does is in whatever of vegan.com i think his name is eric marcus yeah eric marcus and he said that the only like if you want to and you shouldn't ever argue with someone about being vegan but if you are going to then the only argument that's a home run quote unquote is Mm -hmm. the ethical one Mm -hmm. because like i mean even the environmental one is really strong but like what about, you know, Nana Rosa, who's like 101 and like says like, I eat bacon every morning I for know. breakfast. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't know about her. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Yeah, that's totally true. Well, Nana probably has also smoked for 50 years and she just has tar keeping her together. <laughs> or also, I, I mean, I, like my grandmother, for example, lived to her mid 90s and was straight off the boat from Italy and ate meat probably three meals a day, mm-hmm. you know, so not a great, not a great, <laughs> not a great argument, nah. you know. I mean, someone who's better at science and numbers than me, an English person, English major person, writer person can't do simple addition person (laughs) (laughs) same um i mean if you look at like the percentages of people who die way too young from preventable diseases versus the few that make it to like 117 and there's all over the newspapers like maybe we could be there could be more of us but but you know it's it's not a home run argument as eric marcus so eloquently put it so but the idea, I mean, so the thing that bugs me is that the idea is that in order to be healthy, you need to be thin, which is, you know, not necessarily true. I mean, there's an argument that if you are a heavier person, just like if you're a person who consumes mm-hmm. flesh, you're at higher rates for diseases. But I mean, you know, just uh, last month I saw I went to Boulder, Colorado and I watched my badass cousin Dana do a vegan Ironman, and Jeez. she was awesome. She Praise did. She, her. she finished. You know who she, could not do that? Me. Me. <laughs> <laughs> All of us sitting here. Uh, but there were people running an Ironman who were like my size, and yeah. like who are you? Who's at, not you particular, but sure. like who's any person to say like I'm healthier than that person because I'm you know 75 pounds lighter, like. I've seen people that are in far better shape and can do more things that are a different size body than me. And I'm oh, like, for sure. I look at them and I'm like, they're badass because yeah. I couldn't do this. Well, they could lift their own weight. Yeah. They can, you know, do push ups, things like that. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, I have I have enough self-awareness to know that I can't be arguing 
who's healthier well, than you who. you have the because... same syndrome as Krista, noodle arms. You're not, you're not great with heavy lifting. I'm not, well, that's, I'm stronger than I look. Don't be fooled. Well, you look but like you could I pick eat, up like, a pencil. I eat like Oreos so. three meals a day. Like I'm not healthy. Oh, no. <laughs> There's not, no. You're not. <laughs> I've had like coffee and wings today. Like I'm not healthy. <laughs> you had a salad in there. It was really only peppers and cucumbers oh. and it had some garden chicken and I slathered it in Ranch? Caesar. Oh, actually, okay. So. And follow your heart. Parm. Yeah. So like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> come on. No. <sighs> But it's that's so it is super interesting. And like to think I just I don't like that either because you have no idea what I eat. Literally like today, what have I eaten? So I had avocado toast for breakfast and coffee. I've had my plenty of water. I've had berries. I've had mac and cheese, wings, a TLT. Yeah, you're like I'm like I'm like covering all your bases, covering all my bases um, and some olives. Oh, yeah. those olives. I know those olives were amazing. But like. I, you know, people are probably like, oh, look, she's so healthy and a vegan. So I'm, she's sitting and eating salad. No, <laughs> no, sure not. <laughs> like I'm, I was thinking maybe later on I'll go to Jim's Tasty Freeze and get me some ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I hate, I hate when people make assumptions like that. But I mean, on the same note, it's just, and some of the most judgmental people are within our own community. Yes. I don't know if you feel like that. Yes. Um, If you would share some feelings on on that perhaps because that is something that we run into all the time that we talk about all the time how like you said it's it's all about compassion being vegan and yet i've come across some of the harshest not compassion for you though not compassion for you either right no and not you over there in the corner right no because (laughs) you're fat or you you know you ate that impossible burger you ate that impossible burger that was tested on animals or you don't protest enough you don't protest enough you went to tgi fridays which also serves me or or whatever the reason is or you eat meat yeah Yeah. just because someone eats meat doesn't mean that they're not a bad bad person person. no anyway that's neither (laughs) here nor there I guess my experience is that in through trying to promote a vegan diet, it's very common that vegans will talk about the health benefits of going vegan, losing weight being one of the big ones. And a lot of the time there will be side by side comparisons. So recently um, someone posted a picture of two men, uh, one very thin eight pack the other very round belly and it says two men same age one vegan one non-vegan and i mean i don't even have to tell you which one is the vegan right but it's like i mean things like that are so problematic it's just like first of all you don't get an eight pack just by being vegan no you sure sorry folks you don't. <laughs> it, obviously, that person works out a fucking lot. Right. And the other person looks like, that's one hell of a beer belly. I mean, I don't know. And also, my thing was, how do you know the person on the left is vegan? Right. And the other person is not vegan. You you don't know. You no they idea. probably aren't. You know what I mean? Like, they, that, that could just be a picture of this person and his buddy there. Right. Who knows where that photo came from? Right. And it's just people friggin' look different. I don't understand. I I just don't understand because people are not built the same. We lit- by the definition of humanity have different genetic codes, right? No two people are built the same. How is everyone supposed to be thin? 
And people are actually finding that, like, body type is in genes. Yeah, sure. Like, if you come from a long line of people who are heavier, like, there's a higher probability that you'll be heavy. And there, there's so many other things that just go into it in general. Your metabolism, your your genetic makeup, your, you know, so many things aside from just what you eat three meals a day. But to your point, Heather, that I, I've seen that meme um, and shit like that is dangerous Yeah, because it's it's leading people to believe something that, uh, you know, like we're talking about is not true. And it's mean. It's mean. It's mean. And you're going to scare people away because what if they they're like, wow, I do want I do want to lose weight. They they you know that someone who has body issues with themselves and they look at that and they say, wow, I wish I was that person. So I'm going to go vegan. And then they don't become that person. It's going to be more detrimental. Right. To their own um, mental health. Stay vegan. They won't stay vegan. So who are they saving? Right. Not animals lives, right. not the environment. It's not helping anyone. It's becoming more harmful. But also, what does that say to me? a fat vegan Mm -hmm. when I see pictures like that and I look like more like the non-vegan on the right with a ginormous beer belly than I ever will the guy with the eight pack. Like, what does that say to me? And like to me who has through many years finally found a place where I'm happy and comfortable in my own body. So I'm not offended, but I just think of the people who had the mindset I used to be in Mm -hmm. and see stuff like that and be like, well, like, but I'm vegan. What does that mean for me? Like, I just don't fit into that little box. I don't fit into that. I don't another place I don't fit in, you know, like literally. So it's it's not only troubling in the regard that it's sending the wrong message Mm -hmm. to potential vegans, but it's problematic to the people who are already in the vegan community. I mean, the reality is vegans, there's not one type. There are so many different types of vegans. Vegan comes in, in all gender, all races, all body types, you know, all all it's 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 a it's a jubilee, a mixture of people. So I, I just think it's dangerous to be saying like these these are the things that will happen to you if you go vegan. And like, you know, I know you talked about Beyonce, how she was doing that mm-hmm. like vegan thing. And like, so I am an enormous Beyonce fan and basically would worship the girl. You're in the beehive? On. Oh, big time. Okay. Big time. <laughs> I have in I have in my apartment a like tall like Jesus candle. Except it's with Beyonce. With her on it. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, the thing the thing about that is I think it's dangerous to promote veganism as a diet because Mm -hmm. it's not a diet. It's a lifestyle. Yes. And like you can say plant based diet. But like if you promote veganism as a fad diet, who sticks to fad diets? Right. Nobody. They're on to the next one. You're not going to attract people to the party yeah if you're saying like this is just a way for you to lose weight this is a way for you to attain whatever health goals you feel like you need to be a better person yeah. like how about you just be a better person and forget about whatever you think you need to change about your body like if it's important it'll come but like it's the being a good person and being a healthy person are are not equipped like equal like you can be a good person and not be a healthy person Sure. And we kind of we 
I mean, we're big, and you constantly listen. You're, like, in our top fans. Um, Can you, like, see yeah. stats for that? Like, no, no, no like, I, I made that up. Okay. <laughs> that would be scary. We're watching you. Um, but, you know, you know that we are of the stands that, like, it, you don't have to be a strict vegan yeah. either. Yeah. You know, like if you raise your own bees and you take care of them and someone gets in your face because having bees and trying to protect bees isn't vegan, that bothers us. And it's to, like to me personally, that's the same category. Like vegan is about trying your best. It's about being compassionate. It's about just loving and maybe you're not, maybe you still wear the leather shoes that you've had for years and you didn't immediately throw them out. And I'm okay with that. Maybe you bought a thrifted pair of pants because, you know, they were, they were there and you needed new jeans and oh shit, they had a leather thing on the side. Like, I'm okay with that. Maybe you are, you know, 300 pounds and everyone thinks you should be 150 pounds. It, I, I don't know. I just, it really bothers me that Sometimes the people who are supposed to be the most compassionate are the most hurtful it to their also, own people. Yeah. And like, I don't know. It, I think it, I feel like it too, though, speaks so, so much to just, I guess, humanity in general. Yeah. What you're talking about. Because as we've discussed, vegans can be such, such bullies. And there is, uh, you have to do this, you have to be this, you have to look like this, you have to participate in this in order to be a true vegan. But some of the things that you're describing go so far past. Oh the vegan community that's, that's about loving life. yourself that's yeah. you know what i mean that's uh, and loving that, the people around you yeah that's about showing accepting. humans compassion in general you know whether it's somebody's vegan or not vegan or or whatever the case may be like why are we so judgmental of each other as people you know like don't be an asshole yeah how many times do we say that like just love the person next to you maybe they're a hunter but you know they're dad just died that doesn't mean that you should be like oh well you know like eh, they probably don't have the same feelings people have the same feelings i don't know they're just people and it's it really hurts it hurts me to think how people hurt each other vegan not vegan doesn't matter you know color yeah i feel like in the way people sometimes try to draw people to veganism it can be like almost like misery spreading Whereas it should be positive and, and, and like party spreading. Right. So oh. a lot of times if someone says, uh, you know, you shouldn't have that because da, 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 da. It's like they see you're enjoying something and they want to maybe enjoy that too. So they want to take that moment away from you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, obviously that's not foolproof and there's always going to be different reasons why people do different things but like maybe it's it's so it's the saying like be the vegan you wish you were you wish you could meet before you were vegan yes and it's sometimes it's hard like especially when you spend so much time around farm animals and you know how urgent it is like it's a it's a state of emergency for animals like we're in a crisis like they're dying by the thousands at literally by the second and that's horrifying and it can feel really helpful and like there are times when you just like want to shake someone and just be like oh like why can't you just see why can't you just see but that like if so if you were to do that to someone and then the next person, if you were to just be like, try this vegan food, like, com- like come on a tour, like, let's go pets, give some pigs some belly rubs. Like, which one has a higher probability of, of turning vegan? 
Sure. Right. Sure. And, and, you know, I feel like I I still think I'm guilty of slipping into the why can't you just see mentality? You know, I think we all probably are. Um, So I I just try to remember. I try to, like, take a step back and be like, no, no. Nobody's going to listen to you. Nobody's going to want to hear what you have to say. I still, and, like, when I have those feelings, I just walk into a corner or I text you and I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. (laughs) You know, like, you still, you find an outlet where you can get it out because we're all, we see terrible things. Yeah. And sometimes you need to vent. And that's going to happen. Um, but yeah, you're not going to, no one's going to listen to someone who's just ranting and raving and making other people feel excluded. Like I've been, the more I see it, the more I'm like, I would never associate myself with person X because all I see them doing is bullying other people. Like and, regardless. you know, in a, in a moment of honesty here, I used to be that person. 100%. Yeah. I was an aggressive vegan. Yeah. Oh yeah. Big time. And so I think looking back, I'm like, oh, shit, you know, I probably said some not so great stuff to people and made people feel pretty awful because of it. And I don't want to be like that. I don't want I don't want people to a be like, I'm not going to go vegan because that girl who was just talking to me is really mean and also kind of crazy. Mm -hmm. And also, I don't want in general to be like, that girl is mean. (laughs) you know because nobody whether it's about vegan stuff or not nobody's going to listen to you or respect what you have to say if it's coming from a place of negativity or hate or whatever yep yeah i think there's like a statistic somewhere that like 30 percent of people in the uk said that they the number one reason they would not go vegan is because of vegans Mm -hmm. yes that's that doesn't doesn't surprise me that's crazy that does not surprise me crazy can you imagine if we could be like, well, we could get potentially get 30% of people surveyed to go vegan if vegans would just shut the fuck up? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Can you yeah. imagine? Just yeah. stop it. Yeah. Just yeah. stop. I, I think we've we've all had that that time in our oh, lives yeah. where we're so pissed and we just want to yell at everybody. Like, I, I mean, I still, still have that. Still, <laughs> like, I'll be sitting at a Bangkok cafe eating my pumpkin curry and someone next to me will order pork and I'm like, Ugh. Yeah. How dare you? Yeah. Um, in my vicinity. <laughs> don't you know? Yeah. Try every time we walk to work and we have to walk by Texas Day Brazil. Ugh. And we walk by the open windows of people just with the towers of meat sliced onto their plates. Mm-hmm. Yum. Yeah. <laughs> yum. Yeah. Yeah. Or so. the few awkward encounters I've had where I wear a vegan shirt or I have a vegan bag just so happens to and I'm at like shop rate or price shopper and the person in front of me is buying like a year's worth of meat and I'm like mm-hmm. <laughs> hey <laughs> or that time I was at shop rate and the cashier was talking to somebody else and I heard her say oh as long as he doesn't go vegan and I was like <laughs> <laughs> hi <laughs> yeah that's crazy though 30 that it's you say that and it's crazy but it really doesn't shock me because and I know that's like you think you think they're assholes like anytime if you ask average Joe if they know what vegan is maybe they've never heard about it but if they do they're like oh yeah they're assholes almost every single time someone will say that yeah and you're like I'm not Mm -hmm. though yeah but I mean the I mean I can be community can be very toxic And there's no doubt. I mean, I remember going to the uh, Animal Rights March in September and Mm -hmm. I saw you there and we were walking and we, do you remember passing by the restaurant with the people who were eating outside Mm -hmm. and somebody had ordered, just eaten like a thing of ribs and there was a stack of bones on his plate 
And I mean, of course, that's horrific. But I mean, these people in the march behind me started berating this man. And I was just like, oh, my God. Like, and, and uh, you know, I know people who, on if they were that man, would have just been like, another rack of ribs, please, and just have it sit there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, my boyfriend actually just recently showed me a video. It was a restaurant in New York City that it's like a, a farm to table, I think, mm-hmm. type place. And there was a protest going on outside it. And the guy who ran the restaurant was like, Okay, and he set up a table in the window and started carving meat in the window in front of the protesters because that's the kind of response you're going to get if you meet somebody with aggression. You're going to get aggression back, yeah. you know? And also, like, I think with that, with that animal rights march, I think it was enough of a statement, the amount of people that were marching in the streets calling for animal rights, that you don't have to berate the sure. person who was just enjoying their sure. lunch. yeah. Because you're not going to change someone's mind. If anything, that guy would have looked and been like, what the hell is this march going on? Like, animal well, this rights. Is awkward. <laughs> yeah, this is yeah, awkward. that guy might have had a second like, thought without anybody saying thought. anything to him. But mm-hmm. someone being rude to him and yelling at him, he's like, well, fuck those people. I was yeah. just having my lunch. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. not not cool. Yeah. But also, like, the, the idea that veganism is all about deprivation or, mm-hmm. like, the only thing I'm going to be able to eat is salad Mm -hmm. and like the sad salad that I need to customize and take everything off of and like not have dressing because every dressing has milk byproduct in it. Why? (laughs) But honestly, why? Why? (laughs) But, you know, that's also something that I strive to change is that, you know, obviously vegan food is delicious. (laughs) (laughs) That's why our Instagram became a food Instagram accidentally was like because we love to eat and the Best. Who the hell doesn't love to eat? Seriously. Right? Everybody, I mean, it's something you got to do. Right? You have to. And who doesn't want a good meal? Most yeah. people aren't like, I feel like yeah. depriving yeah. myself. They yeah. want a good meal. And to know that they could be changing lives or changing the world and enjoying a good meal, that's pretty freaking awesome. Yeah. You're going to win people I with took that. The, um, the Main Street Vegan Academy from Victoria Moran a couple of years ago. And of all the courses that she did with us, the one that I think has carried over the most is the course that we took from the Vegan Mo's. And their whole thing was um, food as activism. Mm. And, I, and they talked about how exactly what you're saying. People have this mis- misconception of what you eat as a vegan. And so how many minds can we change through showing them how delicious vegan food can be? And that was when my food Instagram hobby kind of took off because i was like oh you guys are onto something here you know yeah and it is like vegan is a cuisine now like people eat like you know italian on monday Mm -hmm. vegan on tuesday like it's a cuisine people people who have no interest in ever being vegan like for one meal are leaving animal products off the plate which is such a great thing so valuable and it's because like i feel like after i went vegan like not only did my relationship with food completely change but like i became more excited than i have ever Mm -hmm. been about food like it's like holy mother of god like i can eat a donut holy shit this is amazing like like oh my god there's buffalo wings like what the hell that's crazy i feel like i also eat things now that i wouldn't have before i was vegan even vegetables in just things in general yeah "Yeah, i'll try that yeah this pumpkin curry that before might have been something i'd be like oh that sounds so gross but now i'm like let's go right now yeah you know i just like my palate has changed the things that i like have changed the things i'm willing to try have changed you know yeah totally 
totally and it's like more colorful foods yeah. like more more flavorful foods like mm-hmm. people who don't utilize the spice cabinet why Ugh. that's a mistake <laughs> that is a mistake <laughs> how was that barbecutioner oh right. my god so i this was my first ever bourbon and wolf experience mm-hmm. and my only regret is that i had to drive an hour and a half to get here <laughs> <laughs> because that was stupid yeah it was not fair no it's really good yeah, it's we, so good they spoil us i know i'm very i feel very spoiled by I them know. my not even remotely vegan boyfriend is the one who every wednesday is like it's wing wednesday am i meeting you there we, are you picking it up what's going on he <sighs> loves it even sometimes during the week he's like can you just pick up bourbon he loves it there's wings for him in that bag right now how many are getting home to him? How many are you going to eat in the car? Well, that's why I got my own. Uh, some for him, some for me. But my brother, same too. Same question, though. How many of you are you going to eat in the <laughs> that's, car? No, that's fair. <laughs> uh, my brother, too, who is nowhere even remotely close to being vegan, every, when he comes home, if, if I were to be like, let's go to Bourbon and Wolf, he'd be like, okay, loves it. So, I mean, and that my Bourbon and Wolf was, I brought, I had my mom bring home a Reuben to give to my dad, and she didn't tell him what it was. She's just like, oh, I picked this up for you on the way home, and he ate it and had no idea. And he then when we told him, he was like, "Oh, that was that was good." <laughs> so see, I think it's funny when people change their mind after you tell them it's a vegan. They're like, "Oh, I knew there was something off all about the time." It. Like, oh, oh, sometimes, God, sometimes people do that, and you're <laughs> yeah. like, "You did." If I had never told you, that would have been the best meal. But yeah. all of a sudden, you're like, "Yeah, there was something." You liar. I knew it tasted different. Yeah, yeah. Like I bought benevolent bacon from Sweet Earth. Oh, I love the mm. hell of the bacon. And it was the first time I'd, I'd, I'd tried it, and it was so good. It's so good. And me and Ethan, my boyfriend, like, were so excited about it. And we were like, okay, okay. And it was, like, Christmas. And we were like, we're going to have some tomorrow. And then we woke up the next day, and the entire package was gone. And I was like, <laughs> what? what? Please, ma. <laughs> Explain. And she's like, oh, that was vegan? I ate that last night. I was like, First of all, you eat the entire package of bacon. Second of all, what? <laughs> I feel like I could probably eat an entire package of that stuff. Yeah, um, so good. We go through it like crazy at our house. Do you like, do you, have you had the sandwiches, the sweet earth sandwiches, like the pre-done yes, ones? Um, they sell the harmless ham now separately at Target. Oh, really? I have some in my freezer. Yep, it's frozen. Like you can just get a package of the harmless ham for <sighs> two bucks at Target. Did you also see that sweet earth is selling at Target quesadillas? <gasps> yes. Must find. I did not see them. The harmless ham is at this Target right over here. I did not see um, the other stuff yet, though. Interesting. I just saw that on their Instagram. On I don't know, maybe Veg News or something shared it on Instagram like yesterday. I purchased, and I have not tried it, but I purchased cowgirl steak. What? Satan steak, and I'm like, "Mm, I don't know about this, but I'm gonna buy it. Where did you get that? So I went to Long Island, which is where I'm from. And there's this all-vegan bakery called Sweet to Lick. Oh, okay. they have a brand-new marketplace that just opened in November. Yeah, Hmm. yeah, I remember hearing about that. And I was was meeting up with a friend, uh, and we, like, sat down and, like, had some awesome, you know, baked goods and sandwiches, and I I needed to use the bathroom, and they took me, and as I was walking because they didn't have one in the bakery so I had to go through the market was not planning on going to the market at all and as I walked back I like did a triple take because they had an entire fucking case of Violife cheese <laughs> yes. and I was like give me Violife cheese 
Please. <laughs> did you buy all of it? I did. I paid yeah. like forty dollars on butter yeah. life cheese, and I was like, I That's regret right. nothing. No. But I like. I also saw this cowgirl steak there, and I was like, mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. but I bought it. Interesting. So I'll let you know yeah. how yeah. that to is. Report back. Yeah. Have you wayfared yet? Yeah. Okay. Good. I was like, because if not, yeah. go to the co-op before you leave, because I have it here. It's, uh, I had their ranch, their ranch with my lunch this afternoon. I'm mm-hmm. I'm in a relationship with Wayfair. Yeah, it's I love going. Strong. I love going to Chipotle, getting a burrito bowl to go, and then like heating up the Wayfair cheese and just yeah, that's right, slathering oh, it all over that. So right. good. <laughs> yep. Um, geez, look, we already led into our food. I know. Because we always, so we always um like end on food because who doesn't want to end every conversation with good food yeah well, you can't but have official fat there. vegan here and not talk about <laughs> food a lot i'm just saying that's fair <laughs> or us too yeah, that's, that's all we, we talk do. about um but before because i do have a, a food i guess thing i have a yeah food do you is there well. anything else that like you wanted to say heather or anything mm, i have a, a, a maybe a final question do you yeah, have or a final else? question no i don't think so okay um, you mentioned before that you started the blog and you were thinking, you know, if I could help even one person, mm-hmm. have you had any like really great interactions with people as a result of your blog or like any standout moments or things that the blog has brought into your life? Yes. So my cousin Dana, who did the vegan Iron Man, went vegan because of my blog, Aww. which was incredible. And she told me that it was because of something I posted on the Yulin Dog Festival mm-hmm. because I shared mm-hmm. this thing that like a lot of people's distaste for that festival comes from, you know, a cultural dislike. Right. Because their culture says it's perfectly okay to eat dog. And of sure. course, ours is like, that's not. So it's a, it was a cultural thing. So she, that, that got her thinking. And I remember she commented on it like, well, Heather, like I eat meat, but and then she went vegan, which was incredible. But then I also got recognized for the first time ever. And I like was so happy. I almost cried at the um, the Tri-State Veg Fest in New Jersey. And it was I found out it was one of the bearded vegans. Oh, So shout out to them because I freaked. I was like, oh, my God. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, we're still trying to get used to that as well. When someone's like, oh, my God, are you from the... And you're like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That cool. Hi. But I didn't know it was a bearded vegan. Like, I was just like, you know, oh, wow. But it was like someone, the, one of the people who was running the compassionate yeah. clothing yeah. line. Yeah, Paul and That's, Andy. Yeah. 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 It was really sweet. That's super cool. <laughs> That's very cool. Yeah. It made me happy. Nice. Yeah. Hmm. But I've I have helped people like people have given me suggestions of things to write and they say Mm -hmm. that like they I mean, it it always is through the mindset of like, well, I could never be like you, but Mm -hmm. it's like, but you can. And that's what I say is like, you can be like me, like you can learn like me. It just takes a lot of work. Yeah. And it does. It took years and years of hard work and different medications I tried and different therapists and years and years and years and notebooks and and stories and and crying and eating and just it was it was a roller coaster but it was for someone who hates roller coasters. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> <laughs> 
I think, you know, it's important too to remember that that kind of work, like, kind of never stops. It right? never you know, stops. I'm, I'm in my 30s now, <laughs> and I'm still battling shit from when I was a teenager. You know, like, that that kind of work never really stops, and it's important to recognize that, like, And it shouldn't. There's no, like, fix. It yeah. shouldn't Just, stop. like, getting to a place where you're... I happy. think I think oh my God, you I should always yeah. you should always be growing. Yeah. You should always be yeah. changing and you should always be working on something for yourself yeah. about yourself with yourself, you know, like that's I think that's a good thing. Cuz if you're like if you become stagnant, you're like, "Oh, I'm perfect." Mm. Right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I still have days where I'm like, I don't want to leave the house today because I don't want to be seen. Like a, yeah. a big thing for me was like I didn't ever want people to see me eat. Like that was, I could not, I used to feel like everyone was watching and laughing at me whenever I would eat. So like, I still feel that way from time to time. And it's like, it's hard cause it's still, it's still such a part of who I am, but, um, I have the tools now to kind of get myself out of that hole when I go into it, mm-hmm. but I definitely still go into it. Yeah. We have, I have to say too, on your one article that you shared with us to read over, um, and it's a picture of you in the bikini. It was really funny. We were like, Kat was like, her cleavage is out. And then we were like, go ahead. That is, really good for you. Like, that is a good it, well, picture. It was so like, funny because when so I sent the link to Danny, it comes up with like a photo from your blog. And I was like, I just sent you a picture of Heather's boobs. I was yeah. like, just so you know. I was but like, like, but like, good for her. Yeah, they're good. good. They're nice boobs. Like, they're great. You hear that, folks? Good boobs. Official That's right. Yeah, no, it's very true. <laughs> yep. Uh, oh, God, so, the weirdos. <laughs> traffic to my site. Uh, <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome. Here to help. <laughs> so what you got for food? Um, So I was in Boston Sunday and Monday. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Sarah Jane took me to this place. I'm the worst. Um, it was, True. I think, just called. <laughs> I think it was my just, Thai vegan thank cafe. You. Sorry, I went to Emerson, so thank I'm you. all about Thank you. I'm yeah. like, it was just called like Thai cafe yeah. or something. I was thank like, whoa, she seriously stalks you. Speaking yeah. of weird, and you went to Veggie Galaxy. Well, yes, which, I had been to Veggie yeah. Galaxy before, but that my Thai vegan cafe place. Yeah, holy moly, really. I like <laughs> Michaela and I both were like, we're so full. I was like, I feel sick, but I cannot stop, and I just was like shoveling it in. And we each got an. There were six of us. We each got an appetizer and we each got a, a meal. Mm-hmm. And we all just, it was like silence. We all were just like, <laughs> it was so good. Really, did, really good. What did you order? Oh, gosh. I ordered, I don't remember the actual name of it, but it was like a um, like hot and sour tofu thing. Mm. And then I got these um, tofu cigar things that had, um, it just literally was tofu in it that had like garlic and wheatgrass, I believe. Okay. In it. Okay, that's interesting. It was really good. I like that. It had like a weird like little bit of a kick to it, like because the wheatgrass was like an interesting taste. Mm-hmm. But, and then it had this dipping sauce. I don't know what that was. And it just was all so good. And then Michaela got um, like a pad thai and some scallion pancakes. And I don't know. I don't know what everybody else got because I just was so <laughs> focused on my own plate. Um, and then at Veggie Galaxy, I got, oh, my God, this cream cheese filled French toast. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Like, just silence at the table while I was just shoveling it into my mouth. And Michaela and Sarah Jane both got waffles. And then Michaela got this lemon meringue pie mm-hmm. that she said was just out of this world. It just was all so good. It was some good eating for for a couple days. Yeah. Yeah. 
and then we went to um o2 cafe i think it's called it's it's like a yoga studio that has a vegan cafe attached to it mm-hmm. and i go there every time i go to uh, mostly when I go to Boston, it's to see Sarah Jane and to go to her salon. Um, and so I, it's like a routine of mine. I go there, I get food and a smoothie, and then I go to Sarah Jane's salon, which is across the street. But this time we just happened to go there on our way home and I got a really good smoothie and it was like kale and dates and avocados and it just was really that good. That sounds amazing. Yeah, it was really good. Good times in Boston. Cool. I'm glad that's... we're going there in October. Heck yeah. Kind of make some time for all that food we're going to eat challenge accepted <laughs> yeah <laughs> trying to think if we did it if i've done anything else i think that's the bulk of it that's the best of it yeah cool it was good times cool yeah mine is like not as exciting but it's more um just it's one of those things where you want to go function with everyone else and not feel excluded right mm-hmm. so i went to six flags great adventure over the weekend and i mean who the hell knows what you're going to eat in an amusement mm. park, right? But a couple of the places actually had the Gardein um, black bean burger available. One place had a veggie dog, which is vegan friendly. And then we went to a Mexican place where, you know, it said burrito and, you know, beef or chicken were the options. And Andy ordered and she's like, hey, can you not put either of those in there? And they said, oh, we actually have a vegetarian one that we do. Like, I think they had extra beans in there or something. Um, kind of wish that it said vegetarian as an option, but yeah. whatever. Um, but it's actually possible to go to an amusement park, at least Six Flags Great Adventure, and be able to eat. You don't have to worry about just eating fries. Um, you can eat. Oh, we got Rita's ice, too. Mm. Their Italian ice is vegan friendly. The custard obviously is not, but the ice is. Um, you know, and your average lemonades and things like that. But it was just cool to be able to go with my friends to an amusement park that isn't like, you know, Disney or somewhere that has specific vegan food, but I was still able to get a meal and that was super cool. And then on the way home, we're like, crap, what are we going to eat? There is, um, fuck all for vegan food around Jackson, New Jersey. It's just not great right around there, especially at 10 o'clock at night. Um, so we actually stopped at Wawa. Uh, Wawa's great. Wawa's so good. Um, and, you know, they had salad options, but they're actually redoing. So those weren't available. But build your own sub. And I put, I mean, this sub, I have a picture of it. And it's, it's not like, you know, when you take a food picture, like it's not pretty enough, mm. but like it's just good. I mean, my sandwich was a few inches thick and it was only $4. And I like just wow. piled veggies and yeah. mustard and hot peppers and all this stuff on there that was so good. And it was really cheap. So. When I, I actually, when I took the Main Street Vegan Academy, a guy who was in my class worked for Wawa and he, he was a vegan and mm-hmm. he um, was taking the class because he wanted to bring all the information back to Wawa and help them be more vegan friendly. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was pretty good and it was just, it was nice. It was just one of those, I want to go do a thing and I don't want to feel like a vegan. You know, I don't yeah. want to extricate myself for the day because sometimes we do run into those issues, but just proof that. You can be vegan and you can go out and do whatever you want with your friends. And it's we're living in a world where you can do that. And there's not going to be you're not going to be stuck with a French fry or just a piece of iceberg lettuce. Yeah. You actually reminded me I have another food thing Um, last week. Well, so last Wednesday I had my first. Well, my first appointment of my revisiting 
going to a therapist, which I'm I very excited about. I thought you were about. a whole new person. I, I am. I am. What I said about being fixed, not true. One therapy appointment and look at You're me. Done. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, I was in a really good mood because I was really excited. I really like my therapist. And so um, Mike, my boyfriend, was like, let's go on a date. Like, let's get dressed up and go up to Saratoga and we'll go to dinner. And I was like, OK, great. So we went up there and he was like, well, you pick because, you know, I can actually eat anywhere. Let's go somewhere that really caters to you. And I was like, all right, well, um, I kind of wanted to go to Cantina, but we we have Mexican food like all the time. So I was like, well, let's go to Wheatfields. So we went to Wheatfields and the wait was like astronomical. And I was so hungry. And you know when you get hungry and things are not going your way and you're just like, fuck all of you. (laughs) You know, so I was so hungry and and the wait at Wheatfields was so outrageous. And I was just like, screw it. Let's just go. And there was another restaurant in Saratoga that Michael's like, well, let's just go here. And we walked in and they didn't have anything, literally nothing on the menu that Mm -hmm. I could have. And I just was like, just about to start crying. And then Wheatfields called and was like, hey, we actually have a table. Do you want to come down? And we're like, "Okay, great. So we went to Wheatfields and our waiter um, or waitress, uh, I was asking her a lot of questions like, what's in your pesto? What's this? What's that? And I was like, well, I'm vegan. So like, what does a vegan do here at Wheatfields? She's like, oh, my roommate's actually vegan. I can totally help you with this. And she like put together this pasta dish for me that was so good and she was like okay so you can have this bread and like she just was super knowledgeable and Mm -hmm. was like we can actually do a lot for you and was very 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 nice and she said her roommate was a vegan and her best friend was a vegan and so I gave her cards and so just in case I don't remember her name because I'm awful but just in case somebody out there is listening whose (laughs) roommate or friend works at Wheatfields or (laughs) she was really nice (laughs) or when you're in Saratoga for protesting the horse races that's right go to Wheatfields Wheatfields. yeah and it was so good the pasta that she gave me was so good it was angel hair pasta because a lot of the other ones had egg or whatever in them um, it was angel hair pasta with like zucchini and roasted red peppers and just like this oil it just was so good it was really good I was very pleased. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love good And their pasta. bruschetta is really good, too. It doesn't have, well, you can order it without cheese, and it's just as good. Oh, yeah. Um, so your favorite meal. When we have a guest on, we need to know your favorite vegan meal, both, you know, both or one of uh, what you cook, and then, like, favorite location thing to eat. So I knew you were going to ask me this. That's I right. Have, I have <laughs> That's because you're our number one fan. Hey. <laughs> I've been thinking about my answer to this question for like two weeks. This is a prepared woman and I love it. But I still, no, I'm not prepared because I still don't know. So I think, I mean, my most favorite food in the entire world is pasta, specifically Mm -hmm. gnocchi. Yes. But I think like seitan piccata is like the thing (gasps) I get the most jazzed about when it's on the menu. Wait, who said that? Oh, Alison Argo. Alison Argo said that. Have you had the one from Blossom in the city? Uh, No, but I have had the one from Candle 79, which is fantastic. The one from Blossom is also very good. But I also made one from, oh oh my God, who's Chloe? It was by Chloe's cookbook. She had one for Temp. Yeah, tempeh piccata. And I was like, I don't want to cook that because I'm terrified of tempeh. It's really hard to cook. I love tempeh. Because you have to like steam it first Mm. and I can't do that. I don't have (laughs) the proper equipment. So we did like some really awkward makeshift. Like we use like a turkey rack Mm -hmm. from my mom's house and like steamed it that way. But it came out really good. 
And I, I was very pleased. Is that the Chloe Cassarelli book, the like the Italian one? It's all like Italian food I think food it was the it? regular one okay. that it was in, and it was really good. It was I'll really to, good. I'm, I'm going to have to try this yeah. dish because now we've had two guests oh out of gosh, four so total good. who said that. Did it have so. like capers and stuff in it? Yeah, oh, because God. capers are the best. They're so good. Yeah, <laughs> tiny balls of joy. Yes, yes. <laughs> little right. le- little bit of lemon juice. Yeah. We're good to go. Who wants this for dinner tomorrow night? And mashed potatoes. Did you have it with mashed potatoes? Yeah, of oh, course. God, girl. <laughs> I also made a friend of mine um, from high school actually has a vegan YouTube recipe channel Ooh. called Plantifully Based. Her name is Francesca, and she put a recipe up for homemade gnocchi with a, a bolognese sauce oh my gosh. and i made it and it was fucking good yeah but also some woman on one of my tours told me that she made a tofu scramble and then put marinara sauce on top and baked mm. it and i was like i want that <laughs> my mouth so is actually that. watering and it was really good that sounds so good i was like why did i not ever think because i put i would eat marinara sauce out of the jar yeah I was like why did i not think of that but it's like i guess it's like eggs in purgatory or like shakshuka yes right yep that's true so but it was really good so though i can't pick i'm i'm not really a sweets person like i do like sweets but like in very small quantities sure so i'll talk like i'm the same i feel like i'm the same thing though because like i love my sweets but like and I'm like, oh, my God, bring me pie. But I'll eat, like, a piece or two of pie, yeah. probably and two, and then yeah. I'm done. Whereas, but, like, if you give me, like, a plate full yeah. of wings and fries and dip, I, I the whole thing is gone. Yeah. All of it. Yeah. Like potato so. chips with the Wayfair Ranch. Done. Mm-hmm. So yeah. insider tip with the oh – so gosh. we love Wayfair, but I changed everyone's life. So they have the French onion dip. Do you like French onion? Yeah. Dip? Okay. So they have theirs, and theirs is, is good. But what I actually like to do is just take – their sour cream, an entire thing of their sour cream, and an entire like one packet of the Lipton French onion <gasps> soup mix. Mix so it like that. Good. I put um, a tablespoon <laughs> of mayonnaise in there as well and mix that oh. all up. It, it is, is so good. Phenomenal. It, that right there just changed your life. Damn. Okay. It really did. Yeah. You hear that, Ethan? We have to go to the store now. Yeah. <laughs> because that and about like everyone is like trying mine and I'm like, no, it's the sour it's cream so and good. the mix because it's just very potent and oniony and that the mayo that I add adds a little bit of extra creaminess. Yes. Oh, wow. It's so good. You're welcome. It's so good. And I'll I'll like live off of that as my like snack at work for like a week and yes. if not more. That's yeah. like my it's so good. It's it lasts so forever. Good. And usually one of us, when it, we bring it in, we bring an entire bag of chips, not just for ourselves, because we know that someone's going to eat it mm-hmm. as well. So good. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, that's... Thank you, Heather. Thank for you. Yeah, thank you. This was so fun. This was fun. That's great. You're welcome to come back. Yeah. Anytime you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so thank much. You. And and come come to New Paltz and we'll have some commissary. Okay. <laughs> yes. My... Uh, I do have some truffles in the other room maybe i'll go eat one my silent fiance brought me a surprise box of truffles oh i know he's good especially when he's quiet and brings me chocolate that's the best kind that's what i'm saying (laughs) living the dream so besides for all the people who are obviously by now following my instagram and liked my facebook page and visited my (laughs) website four times to see those boobs (laughs) what else should they do after gee i don't know (laughs) 
<laughs> she's doing Andy's job. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I, I got guess, you. <laughs> I mean, I guess after you have, after you've stared at Heather's boobs for a while. Yeah, our boobs aren't anywhere for them to see. So no, quite literally, we take the most ridiculous pictures. Yeah. So, but if you want to look at good food or ridiculous pictures of us, you can head over to the vspot.fm and check out all of our social media on there. And email us because you're going to email us with, for the love of God, when you said that people write to you or people have told you topics to In write person. about. But still, <laughs> they still tell you nobody's told us anything. So we just blither on about whatever we want because nobody's giving us guidance. So it is your fault, human beings, that we do this. And that sometimes it doesn't make any sense. So give us some guidance and we will take it into consideration. <laughs> we'll take it into consideration. And then... Um, <laughs> we may or may not actually take the guidance. Rate, review, and subscribe. Or unsubscribe, again, as the case may be. Um, but if you're going to unsubscribe, make sure that you rate and review still. Right. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, because that helps us and we love you for it, even if, you know, it's unsubscribing. Um, and then go to... Oh, my God. Soundbite. I just brain... Did you, you see had it happen? Moment? Yeah. You had a stroke. Soundbite. Go to Soundbite. There's new podcasts to listen to on there about traveling and gaming. Ooh. Mm. Nintendo. Um, so go on there and listen to some more awesome podcasts. And then go back and re-listen to our re-listen to old episodes of the V Spot while you're reading Heather's blog. <laughs> and then Yeah, do that. Look at her boobs again. So, <laughs> and that's it. And yeah, now you have to help with the clicker. You wanted this. I did. So, okay, so we have so, it all. Okay, ready? Yeah, but it's like I a can't mind. Split I know my it's eyes, hard so because it's hard to, to look at two people okay, at once. So I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna feel it. Oh crap! Oh, that wasn't even close. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Okay, we're gonna try right, it again. Ready? Okay. <laughs> I didn't even no. do it. So. <laughs> okay, wait. Third time. Third time. Oh, oh no, good. See, we're done. We're out of here. It's a thousand degrees under this cat. 